Hopeful, didn't he? I did, it did. But why didn't he just say, you know, the, the hope for hope? I mean, surely you should have said that. <laughs> we'll pass it on to him. <laughs> so, Clive, uh, let's uh, take a look at what's going on. A positive light yeah. on election day? Yeah, it was a very, very fantastic election day, wasn't it? So, you know, it was unbelievable. It's always great to see South Africans come out and they all their numbers are uh, going to select and elect, especially the local government. By the way, the last time this happened, it was not this critical, this period. I think uh, the level of service uh, delivery protests and uh, discussions within the government itself on how to improve people's lives has become a very, very major issue. And if you look at uh, international newspapers in terms of business and economics, I saw a number of uh, people talking about what they enjoy, what they're seeing happening out there, and they're saying that they are really impressed with the way, the peaceful way that the citizens have gone. And that also excites us, obviously, so that's good. Because it makes us happy to see how the world views that. I think that in long term, what it will do, it will actually provide some sort of uh, confidence back into the market, particularly because we are fighting with those rating agencies that have been looking at us very, very closely. I'm hoping that this particular election, as peaceful as it has gone so far, I'm hoping that that will also have a positive shift to that and show the world that we are still, in actual fact, a very effective government. Let's take a look at the Asian shares now, Clive. Um, those shares rose after a rebound in oil prices. Yeah, I think we're looking up a little bit uh, in the Asian markets as we started the, way, the morning, early hours of the morning. As I was switching between channels, watching Bloomberg on the other side, watching the elections come through on the SCBT channel. So a very, very exciting morning. Asian shares rose up uh, after a rebound in the prices of oil from the four-month lows. And help by lift also with Wall Street doing particularly well as well yesterday because they didn't go to speak, you know. So um, the MSCI Asia Pacific rose up by 0.3%. And obviously we look at the Nikkei was up 0.6% as well uh, from three weeks lows. As well, we saw another third by S&P 500. Normally when that does go up, because there are a number of Japanese companies that are listed there, that normally helps the Japanese stocks to look very strong. And hence you see the Nikkei looking very strong, and therefore that was helped as well uh, by that particular factor. So we've got to bounce back um, a bit from a far week lower against the basket of major currency. If you include the South African one, that was not necessarily trading much yesterday, but it still looked pretty strong just on the line of forcing the U.S. dollar. So very, very good results still. Um, and I'm hoping that this positivity will continue to obviously uh, trickle over to the South African market when we open at 9 o'clock at the GSE. And, of course, after the Brexit drama and everything going on there in the UK, the Bank of England is under pressure to cut interest rates, I see. I don't know if they should. Um, I'm very worried about this one, Sikina. I, I think that it will be hasty of them to actually cut rates at this particular time because I know they are on the brink of a recession, as it were, uh, or a technical recession, as it were. And also what they're concerned about is the growth of the country uh, post-Brexit and there's a new prime minister, we know that. I don't think the plans have been put in place. And I think the negotiations have not been uh, settled appropriately with the EU for them to make uh, such a serious decision. Um, nonetheless, many of the economists believe that that will be the case, that they will cut by at least uh, 0.25% to support the Trump. 
Uh, this could also be the first rate cut, by the way, since 2009. As British economy is also looking very, very sluggish. We know that the uh, fields market is still under pressure. We know that growth has been hard to come by. We know the property market has been hit as well following the slump of the pounds uh, last month uh, by nearly 9%. And so all these things are starting to tally and they're starting to make a serious problem for these particular guys. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Sakina, that they really don't cut because that will show panic in the market. And I reckon that they will actually have a negative impact on the, uh, the UK economy. So I'm hoping that they don't, but everybody's expecting them to do so. Some people say as high as 05 0.5%. And just a quick one on Bitcoin, because I see that uh, they are sinking after hackers stole $65 million uh, from the Hong Kong exchange. It's a very serious uh, matter, Sakina. Let me help you. Uh, Bitcoin Plunge is one of the largest exchange stock trading. Remember, this is an a online-based currency. So anything that goes wrong with it uh, mainly to go wrong because um, the members who are part of the Bitcoin this as an online currency, which was supposed to be challenging the likes of the dollar and the pound. However, yesterday, $65 million of digital currency went missing. $65 million worth of that currency. And now this has raised concern in Japan and some of the other guys. In actual fact, as I spoke to you, as I started to speak to you, I started seeing that the, the numbers go down even further. They're losing about $1.8 billion per hour as this news has just come out of Japan. Not necessarily great. They say that investigation will go ahead, but again, no need for, it, for us yet to panic because uh, some of the, uh, the, the platforms are all different that use Bitcoin. But at the moment, there's a huge high risk of Bitcoin uh, in the Asian market.